What's up, everybody? We, we're back. Let's see if we remember how to do all this stuff. <laughs> it's been four days, and it feels like an eternity. Uh, but yeah, we're back. Monday morning. What's happening? Back for the brew. The Daily Brew. Talking about tropics. Obviously, uh... We were gone a few days, and most of you enjoyed, hopefully, <laughs> the non-weather posts from uh, our cruise last week. Um, it was actually a business trip. <laughs> I investigated the mountains of Haiti along with uh, talking uh, hurricanes with Captain Tobias on the Mariner of the Sea. So it was it was uh, it was a. Uh, Educational trip for Mike's Weather Page. <laughs> and I was training Emily and Sarah and Julie as they are technically uh, employees of our little weather page here. What's up, Dylan Hubbard? What's up, Loretta Reed? It was a great time. The weather weather was phenomenal. Uh, Royal Caribbean was phenomenal. I, I just loved it. Hey, John Ferguson. What's up? What's up, Scott? What's up, Miguel? Oh, my God. I'm starting to sound like... I know what I'm saying. <laughs> I almost rolled my tongue talking uh, margaritas the other night. Jeremy, what's up? Good morning, Coneheads. Good morning, Renee. What's up, Chris? How's it going, Jennifer Hawkins? Welcome back. I was Miss Lori. Well, I was only gone four days. Renee from Cottondale. Lots of storms brewing. Um, good morning, Louisa. Hey, so when I, while we were gone... 
Um, man, we had an earthquake in Georgia. We had a massive flooding out west in Yellowstone, Montana. We had incredible heat indexes in Florida of 110 to 115 degrees. You add in actual temperatures with humidity and it's like, bam, bing, bang. <laughs> Father's Day, Peggy was good. All I did was lay around. We, we actually hang, hung out in the pool. It was like a decompressed day. Went to Chili's, our favorite place. Missed Chili's. We were gone a week. Had to get some queso. Uh, David Berryhill, we sure did, man. Um, everything's hot. Eric, man, the Rays. What's up with the Rays? Popping up the last five at-bats, man, against the uh, Orioles, man. Keith, thanks for signing up, buddy. Trent Hogg, how's your um, summer vacay going? Peggy, we had a great time. We did. Emily's um, at softball camp today, University of Tampa. And as every other teenager sibling in the world, I was looking for Sarah to let her know that uh, I was going live. Went out back. She wasn't out back. She's usually out back singing. She was in Emily's bed. Oh, no. Uh, Emily, obviously, would not approve of that. So, Sarah knows when Emily's gone, she runs into her bedroom and flips on the old TV, plays YouTube, and uh, is a bad, bad sister. So, oh, man. No dogs today. I apologize. Um, we're picking them up. So, as we always do, this is Emily's first puppy ever, 13 years ago. Missing a nose. Typical first puppy. I keep it right next to me to remind me that uh, I've been doing this a long time. I started Mike's Twitter page before Emily was born in 2014. So, this is going to have to do today. This is Louie and Hunter. <laughs> That's Louie. That's Hunter. But we'll have him back tomorrow. I can't wait to show him off. We miss him so much. Can't wait to see him, for sure. Uh, yeah, Trent, you were just in Montana, man. You missed uh, you missed some of that crazy weather going on out there, right? Um, but, hey, yesterday, so the, we'll talk a little bit about the cruise. I don't want to bore everybody to death. But uh, yesterday was Father's Day. We hope all the fathers out there had a great day. Uh, this is our great friends here at ABC Fine Wine Spirits. They posted this yesterday. I, I said, thank you, ABC. You're like my second dad. <laughs> But uh, we hope that your Father's Day was smooth, just like um, the ABC shows right here. Um, we hope your Father's Day was smooth and uh, relaxing and uh, enjoyable, for sure. So uh, dogs are good, Peggy. We hope to uh, we'll be seeing them in about an hour or two. Um, but we did swim with the pigs. If you didn't see the picture of that. That was uh, quite memorable. As a matter of fact, I guess I'll pull up Sarah's picture real quick. Um, let's see here. I tell you, the only thing I missed on the cruise was my highlight. Um, my um, local IPA here in Tampa. <laughs> Saturday night, we, we actually went for, out for tacos. That's all Sarah wanted was tacos. Um, here we go. Here's a good picture here. I posted this on the website here so there we go there's sarah uh swim with pigs that's all <laughs> we talked about excursions and um they wanted to swim with the pigs 
and that's what they did. They swung, they swam, swam with the pigs. So we first got there, they had the big guy, like the 300, 400 pound one, and he was huge, kind of intimidating because uh, he starts kicking, kick my shorts off. <laughs> Luckily, I wasn't anybody around. Uh, but then by the end of the trip, Sarah wanted to do it by herself. She was, I want to do it by myself. I want to do it by myself. She was such a big girl. So the last uh, 30 minutes or so, she got courage and. Um, and uh, held the pig all by herself. Um, so it was crazy. It was it was a uh, it was a very uh, different type of excursion. Um, but that's a great picture of Sarah. She uh, smiling big time. You can tell she was happy. Um, it was a good trip. Good trip. Good trip. Good trip. We didn't get any fights. <laughs> I told Julie. Uh, this is probably the first long trip that we took as a married couple that we didn't like have one night of like, get the heck out of here. <laughs> Usually I push enough buttons that there's one night that uh, she's had enough, but I, I will, I'm happy to say this is the first trip in a long time. Um, I think it's because we were more stressed out about the kids. <laughs> Taking two, two, two teenagers on a cruise uh, was a little challenging, but uh, we made it through, right? What's up, Mary? Great piggy pig, and of course dad jokes. I was I was I was slinging them. I was slinging the dad jokes like the, you know like this little piggy went to the market. <laughs> I had a few other good ones. What's up, Richard Sanford? How's Ohio? Ohio. Um, hey Bobby, 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 what's going, Bobby? Bobby's been posting a bunch of tropic stuff. We're gonna get into that here in a second. Um. For sure, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, it was a great time. Thanks for everybody going on all along with us. Um, yeah, got some other exciting news coming up. Just got the confirmation. Two weeks from now, July eighth, uh, ninth, that weekend, Saturday, uh, we are going to have Mike's weather page logo on a NASCAR from Atlanta. An Xfinity race. And I'm going to be there. Can you believe it? Can't share all the details yet. But uh, it's a fantastic company located here in Florida that uh, deals with SunCare. Huge. I love relationships like this. SunCare, cruising, softball, boats, Florida, Southeast, SunCare. Well, anyway, we're going to have our, our logo. Hopefully the... The donkey, hopefully. Um, hopefully NASCAR approves it. If not, we'll have a little backup, but it's going to be the, the same logo. It might just have a different text a little bit um, that NASCAR is okay with. But isn't that cool, man? We're going to be on TV, and I'm going to be there on pit road. You know I'm going to take a bazillion pictures. Uh, we have a lot of NASCAR fans, uh, so that'll be huge uh, opportunity to get Mike's Wear page on a national stage. Um, we have a lot of followers in NASCAR, a lot of officials High up in NASCAR, um, a lot of drivers, a lot of crew. They, 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 they're part of our little little DD nation here. So that's exciting. I'd be really uh, anxious to uh, promote that. Because um, I grew up in NASCAR. I love I just absolutely love NASCAR. Um, I added their logo here, by the way. Uh, but like I said, I'll be sharing it a lot more um, as, as we get going. Habana Brissa here. Uh, great company out of Florida. So... Um, we'll be sharing that a lot. 
Because I know Julie. She's a, she's a sun-cared... Sun-cared... I don't know if I should... I don't know what to say. I'm afraid I'll get in trouble. <laughs> she's obsessed with sun-care. Put it to you that way. Put your sun-care on. No, put your sun-care on. She won't let the kids leave, leave the boat or go to the pool without the sunscreen on. It's like, oh my God, Mom. Jeez. Come on, Mom. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's talk about the tropics. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, Shelly's been sharing the cruise. We do have a cruise coming up in March. We're really excited about it. Our friends from Furman are going. Uh, we just rented our cabanas uh, for... Um, for that so we'll be sharing a bunch of that too um we're like a big happy family met so many wonderful people on the cruise too by the way i bet you there was probably two dozen fan families um that were fans of the page and not everybody chats most of them just listen and you know just follow and uh but man it's so cool to um go to these things and, and meet so many people that are big uh um groupies we're all big groupie. <laughs> what's up, Harvard Marina? Oh my God, Dylan, what's going on, brother? I love it. Um, man, the water down there. I don't know what it is about the water down there, Dylan. That water in Coco Cay was the bluest water I think I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how that water can be so blue. In in in, it's just incredible. I mean, it was very, 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 very very beautiful water i mean ours is sometimes like that but not like it is in the caribbean that's for sure all right so let's talk about tropical stuff here real quick uh we got we got daily brew all week this week um we got softball this weekend but i'm gonna stick around friday do our daily brew and then we're gonna leave right after that and then of course atlanta is the following weekend and i'm gonna leave right after that so we got daily brew all the way uh the next 10 days and then of course if we have anything brewing on the weekends we'll be discussing um um as needed uh, and, and another story, I guess I'll share tomorrow. The Shelly, Shelly's reef safe, John, what a hundred percent, John, how did you know that? See, I'm, I'm learning the company, but, uh, everything they promote is it's reef safe, reef friendly, reef friendly. Everything's reef friendly. So, uh, everything's reef friendly. It must be a big deal. Um, so yes, reef friendly. Good stuff. But hey, they're giving us the opportunity to put a logo on a race car, so I have to. I'm gonna be in love with them the rest of my life <laughs> when I put a sunscreen on. But uh, but anyway, if you're on a cruise ship or if if you followed us last week, uh, I'll tell you the whole story tomorrow, Shelly. We'll say the suitcase story for tomorrow. But I was able to update on the on the ship, and uh, if you're an app, if you have our app, um, then. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, we were able to update Invest 93. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Invest 93 was, um, you know, kind of a big deal. There's a little bit of hype about it. So there was spaghetti models. I was lucky, you know, on the ship to be able to update the app and the website. That was big. Um, so don't ever worry. You know, uh, you can always count on the page uh, and, and me updating through all the social media channels and updating the app and updating the website. So Invest 93 didn't end up to be anything. Uh, it did. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about the GFS last week or leading up to it. The GFS is now 0 for 3 this season, and uh, it was definitely uh, pretty hyperactive on the uh, Yucatan development last week. 
enough that I think the NHC, uh, you know, wanted to designate it. Um, um, everybody's talking about reef stuff. How about the read back, man? I didn't know. I didn't know the reef thing's a big deal. I'm gonna have to. That's cool, man. Hubbard, there you go, man. I'll hook you up with some, brother. Um, but anyway, Invest 93 fizzled. It, it was too close to land. There was a lot of dried uh, air. Everything we talked about two weeks ago that was against the, the Invest 93 it panned out. It never became anything. I think the GFS really tricked some forecasters because it was so animate about this thing developing and pulling north. Ended up doing nothing. Invest 93 came and gone. It was, it was, it was up there and the colored. I think it got up to maybe even red at one time. But then it ended up fizzling. So that was Invest 93. It's gone. So the next storm that we have will be Invest 94. And people ask me that all the time. We start the season out with 90. We go all the way to 99. And then when there's a new area after 99, it goes to 90. It's just a numbering system. When it's, when when the NHC and all, you know, there's other agencies. But when everybody starts getting uh, data for spaghetti models and whatnot, it's because we need to have an Invest. And we have an Invest, we have a center circulation or a guess usually it's a guess but once that data is uh, out there invest 93 boom spaghetti model models start to run some of your other tropical products that you don't normally get will start to run uh so if people always ask me why aren't there any spaghetti models yet well that's because it isn't officially a invest um now there are other spaghetti models based on ensembles and whatnot but but true spaghetti models that are based on tropical models don't get going until there's an actual invest area but but there you go um gfs gar garbage so far it's bound to be right eventually <laughs> northeast so yeah we're gonna talk about the heat the heat's coming uh we got almost upper 90s all the way to canada today eh 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 <laughs> The Lightning, what the heck, man. I just became a super diehard Lightning fan because the Rays, you know, kind of struggling. And then they go out and they get flat. What is up with the Lightning? We watched one game on the ship Saturday night. Oh, my gosh. It's like they have no energy. They need caffeine or something. But anyway, all right, let's talk about the tropics. All right, so right now this is your five-day official map from the NHC National Hurricane Center. Five-day, nothing's showing up. Five days, okay? Here's what we could get. Here's what we could get. There are some tropical models that are showing some leftover funnel juice that could drift down into Florida, unfortunately, for the weekend. Uh, I'm going to show you a water precipital map, but you can kind of follow the trail. High pressure builds in and kind of pushes a little bit of juice uh, as this high pressure builds in. It kind of pushes this juice uh, this way towards the weekend. Now... There were a few ensembles showing possible development. Um, nothing really showing up. The only thing is with this Gulf Stream, sometimes, sometimes, uh, with this high pressure, remember high pressure systems spinning, sometimes they can get going a little bit with this warm Gulf Stream, sometimes. So that's just really out there. I'm not hyping anything. But we have seen systems uh, last second uh, spin up over the Gulf Stream. And, you know, if it ends up in the Gulf you know, you never know. I posted the ocean heat content graphic today. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but right now, nothing really solid. There are a couple ensembles, but this general juicy pattern appears likely that we could see some of this get shoved down back into Florida later in the week. So not good weekend plans. Um, what's up, Dale? Dale, I know you're a big Lightning fan, man. But th 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 does, it, does it seem like they don't have any energy? I, you know, 
I mean, they had that, that two-minute power play on Saturday, and they just kind of pushed the puck around. Like, I, I don't know, man. And then Colorado goes out there and scores two in the first couple minutes. It's like, they got a little energy, man. <laughs> Drink caffeine, man. Ah! <laughs> Drink double caffeine. I don't know. All right, so there are signs that we're going to see this. The other area that we could be watching, uh, there's this... Uh, this I didn't really, well, I did post this this morning. There's been a persistent convection uh, burst here off of the uh, Yucatan. Uh, yesterday it was pretty persistent, stayed through the night pretty strong this morning. Uh, there isn't any low-level spin, but there is a little bit of uh, middle mid-level spin. And sometimes these little guys can just hang around a while. They'll reach a surface, surface low. So this could be a little tricky little spot. I'll show you here in a second. Um, nothing yet, but, you know, three things... We're watching this morning. We're watching models here, models here, and real time here. <laughs> models aren't really showing this, but real time it is. Real time, sometimes real time systems pop up quicker than spaghetti model systems, meaning like they just pop up like pop tart, like 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 the tropics are a big toaster oven, and right now everything's scanning. Oh, there's nothing up here. Well, guess what? Down here is a pop tart fixing to pop up and the scanners can't see it because the Pop-Tart's hidden down in the toaster oven. But it's fixing, you know, maybe to pop up. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, there's something there. Ding dong, ding dong. So. <laughs> and then the third thing is a wave. This is looking kind of likely that we're going to see a tropical wave coming in. This is going to be more like a week into early next week. Um, but we got a lot of people watching down in Lesser Antilles and uh, the Caribbean, there is a, there is signs that we could see a wave, and, it, and, and there is support that this thing could get a little developed here um, throughout next week. So I'll show you all that. There is another wave behind it even showing up that could be coming in. This one has a little more shot of going north if it were to develop. But this first one we'll talk about because it's within kind of 10 days. Uh, a lot of wind shear this time of year. You get a lot of these uh, trade winds, early season stuff. So it's kind of hard early season that's why typically you don't see anything past the islands in the end of June. Usually it's all here. But if that wave makes it over here and gets here, like we saw with Alex, uh, we could see it pop up. So three things. Let's get into it. Let's get her done. <laughs> Pop-Tart. Here we go out and run and get Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Pop-Tarts, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> hey, by the way, God, I wish I would have saved the post. Uh... Let me go look it up here real quick because I, I was pretty excited. I was flipping channels the other day. Um, and uh, let's see, where is it here? And I was on home. You know, Home Shopping Club started here in Clearwater. And um, let's see here. Our buddy Jason's going to be on TV. Here it is right here. Um, here's Furman. So Home Shopping Club, funny story, uh, tonight at 11 o'clock. So if, you live in, if you're Home Shopping Network watcher, you're going to see our good buddy Jason um, on there tonight. Jason Sutton, he's an awesome, good friend of mine now and a great family. But uh, Home Shopping Club, I don't know if you knew this or not, but you used to go pick the products up. And I remember there was one at Curlew of Cal, DC. Um, you would buy it and you would actually go pick it up. And, and that's how home shopping began. They didn't even mail anything. You had to go pick it up at these uh, Home Shopping Club service areas, you know. And it was really neat because it started here and... It was, you know, and I grew up watching infomercials because um, I love marketing. I love, I love 30-minute infomercials. I just love them. I mean, there was a, an appliance guy in Orlando, you know, Appliance Direct. I, I was addicted to those commercials, like Appliance Direct. 
God, I just remember sitting. And I, I can sit there in the middle of the night and watch infomercials all night long. And I, the, the, because the, they try so hard to sell you stuff, you know. Um, I just love it. And, and, you know, the story was what got me in marketing was um, Budweiser Frogs. But tonight, 11 o'clock, if you flip through the channels, you're going to see our good friend Jason on uh, Home Shopping Club. <laughs> That'll be. That'd be kind of neat. You'd be like, hey, I think I know that guy. So storms today, real quick, nothing brewing. Um, Budweiser Frogs, by the way, I didn't finish the story. Budweiser Frogs is what got me started with marketing. I absolutely love Super Bowl commercials. The whole world stopped one day when all of a sudden the first commercial in the Super Bowl, all of a sudden all you heard was, Err. and there was like complete silence. Every bar in the world just stopped. Remember, Err. and everybody's like, then it was like, Wine. I mean, the, the curiosity, like the whole world was tuned to the TV, and then all of a sudden you figured out the bud. Wines. Er. Genius. I love that. <laughs> oh, Cass, Yellowstone. Yes, we talked a little bit about that. Um, the, the historic flooding out there. Um, the road my mom and dad went on to see. Um, some of the some of the Yellowstone was washed out. I think you can still get it from the south. They're hoping, but truly devastating historical floods uh, out west. I love appliances. That was right, Ed. David Berryhill, good for you, man. But uh, appliances direct. <laughs> now all the dang uh, uh, Super Bowl commercials are like you don't even understand them. You know the simplest thing in marketing, by the way. If you can't remember who advertised like five minutes after you saw the advertisement, then it was a complete waste of money. And 99% of these Super Bowl commercials, I couldn't tell you who the heck is advertising. You have some executives that think it's a cool idea because they already know their company. They're like, oh, that's really neat. But they don't look at it from, you know, Joe Blow, Mike, that has no clue what you're selling. And then, you know, five minutes later, it's like, I don't know if that was a Pepsi commercial or a dog commercial or a investment firm you know whatever so failure big failure <laughs> okay all weather now I promise so storm prediction center a lot of people emailing me from florida they're like hey are we going to get the same things we've been getting um does not look like today we're going to have some isolated storms popping up we've we had a, a lingering frontal line over florida the last several days and we've had some pretty intense storms popping up on the peninsula side uh very quickly and you know again we're in this mjo pattern here still uh, back to the tropics a little bit, but we're still in this enhanced MJO uh, stage. And this is lasting all the way to the end of June, 1st of July. So remember, green is enhanced, and this is uh, the MJO pulse that circles the, the world. And um, as the world turns, so anytime we're in this enhanced MJO cycle, we get a little more thunderstorm activity, kind of popcorn bubble up storms. And we saw big time yesterday, a couple times. In fact, I did a video. Um, God, I was kind of proud of it, actually. Um, we had thunderstorms here in, in Oldsmar, and I, I swear it's like it always happens. So listen, listen to this. Listen, listen. listen. Okay, this started. Just start raining. All right, watch it. It just started raining. Oldsmar radar just popped. Boom! Watch, we're gonna get a lightning. Always happens. Hear it? Always. It's a phenomenon, I swear. I, I, I can almost predict our first lightning strike. As soon as it's like, all of a sudden you get that quiet, 
then it starts raining, you get that first big light and it's like, boom, it's like the convection builds up. We always get it. And I can almost always predict that first lightning uh, strike. And, uh, but then I was like, I was going to post it, but then anybody like, including myself would think that I was, um, I edited it. <laughs> um, so anyway, Hey, Ashley Coakley, how you doing? Bobby, thank you for that. Um, but anyway, all right. So storms today, as we talked about, you can see the radar today, not popping a much, uh, that frontal boundary that we had yesterday is kind of fizzled out. Finally. Um, not, not a lot left of it. A lot of people talking about the heat. We'll get into that. Um, but as far as trop, you know, this frontal line, I guess it's still kind of lingering over us. Uh, it's losing a little bit of its, um, punch, uh, per se. Let's just show you real quick the radar. Then we'll talk about the tropics. I'll jump right into it. But here's what we can expect today. I always like to show the uh, updated radar for the south and the east, especially since we have um, a really cool um, Gulf Coast now that we can look at. It pretty much covers Texas northward. Um, you, you'll see what I'm talking about. There's really not a lot. So uh, today, you know, this is this is uh, starting the afternoon. We're starting to get a few isolated storms today. Notice the flow today is going to be uh, Central Florida uh, westward today. So the East Coast gets a pretty good little break today. And there they are. So we could have some. I guess there is, there is potential again. Um, so, you know, I had a lot of people email middle of the state. Doesn't look like middle of the state. We're going to have a typical sea breeze set up. So it looks like the East Coast. And then look at everybody else. Everybody else is pretty much uh, bone dry. So maybe a little bit of showers going into the Louisiana. This is tomorrow, uh, midday tomorrow. Um, maybe a little bit, but that's it. So the next couple of days look pretty, uh, uneventful. Let's take a look at real quick. One last time, Florida, then we'll get into tropics. Uh, cause it's not a lot, not a lot cooking, but here's today. This is early. This is uh three, four o'clock this afternoon. You can see what I'm talking about. couple this is early afternoon, a couple little random, random, you know, the frontal lines a little to the South. So a little bit, maybe, you know, middle state South, a little bit of popcorn storms. And then, then we get a little bit more push. So, you know, Pasco County southward, we could see, uh, you know, coastal west coast down to South Florida and, of course, over the Bahamas. So there's, that's because of this frontal line. I guess it's still lingering a little bit. But overall coverage is a lot less than it was the last couple of days. So definitely uh, west coast rain event tonight, storms. So plan accordingly. We, have, we do have softball practice tonight. So that could be uh, not good, Doug. Doug, if you're watching. <laughs> All right, tropics, 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 real quick. All right, so real simple. Let's jump. All right, so here's that persisted uh, convection I was talking about down here off of the uh, Yucatan. So I have some people messaging me or talking about it, but it has been persistent. Um, it's not really showing any sign of low-level circulation, but uh, let's look at weathernerds.org. We can really zoom in a little bit better with weather nerds and... Uh, you can see what I'm talking about. There you go. It's, it's just been kind of sitting there um, the last several days. It looks kind of scary, but it's it's not low level. It's just a uh, area of convection uh, kind of tied to a tropical wave. Um, it's just been sitting there stationary, you know, not mentioned by the NHC. So, you know, nothing to stress about. The, uh, you know, low level vorticity is not showing up at all on 850. You're going to see it right here, very little. This is what we're looking at, this general area, looking for any colors. That's no low-level spin. 
However, if we go to the 500 millibar, you can start to see a little bit of spinach, um, indicating some mid-level spin. You know, mid-level lows take a long time to get down to the surface, but hey, you never know. I mean, especially if it sits there another day or two, maybe maybe we'll get a circle at two o'clock. Who knows? Here's the uh, low-level spin on uh, our Null School site. No sign of any low-level spin here, but if we go to 500 millibar. You can start to see a little bit of spin. So a little bump here. We'll see. 700 a little bit too, but not very organized at all. So nothing to stress about yet. But I'd be curious to watch it. You never know. I mean, as Bobby will tell you, these things in real time um, sometimes surprise you. And before I forget, since we're rambling a lot today, this just came out today, uh, or maybe yesterday. I didn't really catch it until this morning. But this is your ocean heat heat map, o ocean heat content. Um, so we'll talk about this for a second. Right now, there's nothing brewing in the tropics. So um, if you're there for that, very high, highly uncertainty down the road. But there are, you know, there are signs. I already went over them, and we're going to show you more into that in a little bit. Cool. What's up, Loretta Reed? Never say the word quiet. Well, eventually we're going to get Bonnie. <laughs> Have a mill, right? Um, so, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby will appreciate this one. Um, so this is your ocean heat content map. And I shared the article. There's an article that came out a month back talking about this loop current that's... Um, currently mimicking 2005 and it was more it was kind of a hype article because it was pretty much comparing it to Katrina and you know and I get it but sometimes you wonder if the articles are trying to use words to get you to click the article so that they can get ad revenue but the fact of the matter is last year when we were tracking Ida we saw the loop current stretching well up into the Gulf of Mexico, way up here. And if we go to that right now, it kind of simulates what we were seeing last year. Um, this is the, the warm Gulf Stream. Oh, it actually broke off. Look at that. We had a baby. <laughs> we had a baby. Oh, well, should we name it? <laughs> what should we name it? All right, so last, before I went on the cruise, our loop current didn't have any signs of breaking off, but we talked about eventually these get to be so strong that they actually cut a new path, kind of like you see rivers. I talk about it a lot, but like a meandering river. So now we have a true loop eddy. Now, last year with Ida, this thing never broke off, and we were watching it every day. We're like, will this thing ever break off? Will it ever break off? And I added a really cool uh, slide presentation to my presentation. <laughs> uh, and uh, talked about the loop eddies and loop currents. And what is fascinating, I didn't really learn until I did my homework. These little guys drift a mile to th three miles an hour a day westward because of the Coriolis effect. Big words. Um, so now that this thing has broke off, it, it's going to start drifting 
and uh, just kind of meander around a little bit. Um, how long it lasts, hard to tell. But they are spinning pools of water that you can see it right there that sometimes go down. Um, in fact, let me find it because I, I, I don't recall here. Let me. Did I finally bookmark it? Some smart. Yeah, I did. Okay. So now I can stop looking for my thing and copying it. All right. So here's my new presentation that I did. I always add something new. All right. Here we go. This is fascinating. So these loop currents. So look at. So this was 601. I took a picture of it. That was 19 days ago when I made this presentation. And you can see. Oh, uh, you can see that it wasn't broken off yet. It was just a loop current. And if we go back to where we're at now, it's broken off. It's now a true loop eddy that's spinning. Um, but uh, what's fascinating is, is that it drifts one to three miles a day west. And this warm water can extend down 3,000 feet extra so that's incredible that warm water could extend below the surface three thousand feet meaning that a lot of energy that can get pulled up into a developing system because the the number one fuel source for hurricanes is warm water warm water helps convection lowering pressures but when we get uprising and we start to pull up cool water, then storms can weaken. But when you have 3,000 feet of warm water, um, then it can help hurricanes. Uh, sometimes these things are 125 to 250 miles in diameter, too. So that's um, interesting. Uh, some of the history showed that Camille, Katrina, Harvey, and Michael all sat on top of one of these loop eddies. So nothing to worry about now. It doesn't start hurricanes. It's just an extra fuel source. And this colored monitoring screen shows how deep the water is. And that's pretty pretty red for early June here, middle June now, uh, showing you that the Gulf's hot, deep, hot. Not surface temperature, but surface heat below surface temperature so there you go all right so that we're just watching all right the other thing we're looking at is let's take a look um I, hey should we prank call um we should prank call home shopping club tonight for jason <laughs> um what's going on in northeast up in western hey so far ina june you're you're very cool you guys, there's been 30s and 40s this morning. So when we talk about the heat, we're going to get into the heat after we talk tropics. But look at this. Look, here's the latest heat map. By the way, this graphic during my trip was not updating because the um, WPC changed the URL. And it's a, a newer, newer graphic now. So it's all updated on the website now. Uh, but all this red is excessive heat through the next three or four days but notice this area right here is not and they were in the 30s and 40s this morning and we even had some 40s down in south carolina this morning but the northeast isn't getting and, and the peninsula too 
And a lot of the reason the peninsula is staying uh, cooler is we got this um, old frontal boundary that's kind of hanging out over South Florida. So I don't know if we're going to get any of the heat indexes down in the Florida Peninsula, but everybody else, holy cow, we got major heat going all, all the way to Canada, all the way to Gulf. Look at that. Red, red express. Uh, but Northeast has got a um, nice little high pressure over, over top of it right now. And this is funneling in uh, some cooler Arctic air. So that little high pressure is helping block you all from this massive heat that we're seeing down here. All right, so let's talk about the GA. Let's go to the Euro. So the two areas that we're watching that I keep posting, the Hype Master Mike, um, because I'm desperate for clicks. All right. So we're going to look at this. So reds and yellows are precipitable water. This is the moisture in the air. What we're watching for is this high pressure system here. It's going to actually block a system here, and it's going to potentially move some juice through the state of Florida. Some of the modeling had it actually escape out here, but the general idea is that we're going to have a moisture surge across the U.S. this week. Uh, and that, some of that moisture is going to get shoved um, down here into Florida. So let's just fast forward a little bit. I'll show you what I'm talking about. We'll start to see it right about there. All right, so here we go. This is Friday. We're starting to see the juice here. This is Now, there's a the high pressure to the north. It's going to shove it kind of south. You can kind of see it, and this is the, the zero, zero Z. So the reds just kind of follow the moisture trail, and it kind of ends up in the Gulf. Um, this is the weekend. This is Saturday, unfortunately. So yesterday, modeling had about the same, a little more chances of some juice. But that, that's what I'd keep drawing. Uh, high pressure to the north. This is the end of the week. Shoves some juice back down southeast and if anything we're just going to have increased rain chances across the southeast especially florida uh for the weekend now some of the ensembles some of the ensembles let's go to that real quick we're talking about that area first some of the ensembles did show a little chance that we could see something tropical um out of this system um there it comes you can kind of follow the path it kind of pops up there boom 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 and there you go so it's kind of weak today yesterday was a little stronger um but nonetheless tropical juice regardless see yesterday's signature had a little bit more color off the coast of, this is saturday so you know and, and it's tropical depression uh tropical storm very low percentage but it's enough that we got ensembles it's enough that we know that there could be some tropical juice trying to form and at any time you get a little bit of system over the gulf stream there's a there's an outside chance it could you know blow up in a little something more, uh, so just you know just this is this is a this is a one eye alert this is a one eyeball alert so we're giving this one a one eyeball alert, not a two eyeball, that's a one eyeball alert, <laughs> not the other eye the other the other one's a uh, uh, patch, r, there we go so we're we're only co we're covering up one eye it's a one eye alert. But it could bring some juice down into Florida um, for the weekend. And let me let me let me let me solidify that one, and then we'll get into the next little area. This is kind of what I was I do to uh, get myself prepped on all this stuff, just to have multiple. You know, like I said before, I only share things that I believe in, and you know, see patterns in. And uh, anybody can share any modeling, but I always like to understand why 
what's happening before I even talk about it. But you can see this is toward the end of the week. You can start to see this moisture here on the northeast. This is 24-hour precipitation, so it comes and goes. So you can kind of follow the flow. In fact, let's try the six-hour. It might look a little cooler. Um, so here's the end of the week, and you can just kind of follow this moisture across Florida. I'm just zigzagging it back and forth. So, based, you know, nothing organized yet. You know, there could be a little bit lingering. This is Sunday. Again, you know, just... People like to know where, where's the next spot to watch. Well, you know, we could have a little bit of uh, a little more energy here popping. You know, you can kind of follow the movement. It looks really neat. See that? Starts up here Thursday and slides through Florida into Saturday into Monday. So, so that's all. Increased rain chances, unfortunately, for the weekend. That's just going to add a little bit of moisture, and uh, we'll see. We'll see about that. As uh, far as ensembles go on that area, let's go to the latest uh, tropical tidbits and we'll zoom in here a little bit closer on the Euro ensembles. Um, and then we're going to talk about the Caribbean spot next. Um, Euro ensembles, this is a 6Z. I don't even know if it's going to, yeah, there you go. There's a little bit of low. Here's Thursday. There that, there's lows popping out. And what we're going to see is some of those maybe try to go south. But again, there's nothing really solid. So it's probably more than likely just a juicy rainmaker up in the rain chances. So we'll keep that in mind. All right, enough about that one. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um. Melissa, worn out. No, I'm good. I'm just wired. I started back on my no carb thing, man. Uh, our uh, Mike's Lawyer Page cruise in March, and then we had our family vacay last week. I'm not a big breakfast kind of guy, but when you go down to that breakfast buffet, right, and they have grits, bacon, sausage, hash browns, eggs, omelets, ham, beans. <laughs> I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I got the same dang plate every day. It was like, I'm going to try something different today. Nope. If I would have took a picture of my plate every day, it was the same plate. I don't even know what day we went. Monday? Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday. So five days of breakfast were exactly the same. So starting yesterday, back to Jack and Coke. <laughs> no beer for a while. And, uh, Cutting out the carbs, man, because I had I had my I had my intake of carbs, and the dinners were great too. And then then I met Shelly for lunch over at a place called Rusty's, and I had even more carbs. <laughs> oh, but anyway, Brew Crew, Bill Barber, what's up, buddy? Yeah, we have a great little group over there. By the way, appreciate all the supporters. We have a lot of a lot of. A lot of great folks and uh again you know um if you are a cat five supporter we started the texting service and you know listen i don't care but all that little stuff adds up and that's you know kind of the perks that you get i'm really stoked about the texting service though because anytime there's anything new tropical or whatnot um we can send a text alert out now that lets you know um and i also did the text alert and we went live one friday night um, we had a special live one night at night. So the text, text thing's kind of neat. 
Uh, and Shelly's always updating the Google Calendar. Uh, I don't think we're going to be around on July 4th. I think we're camping. Oh, God, I said the C word. We're going back to Canopy Oaks. We love them down there. They're big fans of our page. They're doing a, a July 4th uh, three-day thing. We're going to leave Friday, come home Monday. Uh, Julie's got to work. She's got to drive down there. Jeez, it's terrible for her. But um, they did a cool little parade last time. They had a nice fireworks celebration. Um so Monday is the fourth this year, I believe. So we won't probably be. I'll be coming home on the fourth. So more than likely, we won't be doing anything on the fourth of July because I'll be driving the kids home and the dogs <laughs> all by myself. We're gonna be like the Griswolds. Let's hope not the Griswolds. <laughs> Let's hope I don't tie up one of the dogs on the bumper and forget about them. That would be bad. Well, first off, they wouldn't reach the ground because they're so short. All right, so our next little system, let's show you some tropical modeling here. Let, let's mix it up a little bit. Let's go to Weather Nerds. Uh, this is another great site, free site you can use. Um, and we can um, basically just show you what's happening down the road. So these, these are ensembles on Weather Nerds. And what we're going to see here, eventually we're going to start to see a, a little area here. There's a few of them here you can talk about. A little less today, but this is the general. But here's the next spot we're watching. There's a uh, chance for we get a wave and there's there's good support that we could see this first wave try to develop no there's a second wave behind it like we mentioned but 10 days out let's stop it this is on weather nerds but um 10 days out there we go so 10 days out this first wave riding kind of west second wave starting to show up kind of pulling a little bit more to the north um we have a lot of folks that watch us down in the islands um so let's go to a different look here this is our precipitable water map. And as we get through the week here, let's go to Thursday. So here's the wave setting up. This is midweek, Thursday, Friday. You can see the juice get to the islands first part of next week. This is Sunday. So there's Sunday. This is pretty much the area we're watching for our next tropical wave that could try to get going. Um, and pass through the islands. So, you know, if you're wondering if you're going to get rains down the islands, it looks like, you know, later part of the week into Monday, Tuesday, next week. And there, there it goes. So, a little bit of, you know, sign. Last night's, um, that was 12Z. There you go. A little, little more moisture in the overnight 00Z. Here, you know, the purple means a lot of moisture. Um, so, that's it. That's the next wave. And, you know, this is impacting the islands starting Sunday, Monday, next week. Could be some, you know, good rains passing through. And whether or not it breaks off and develops, we'll see. There's, you know, good signature there that uh, we could see a wave trying to get going here. This is middle part of next week. This is next Tuesday. So a long way away. But the, the pattern's been there enough to talk about a lot. So that's the precipital water map. Um, we look at, at some ensembles to show you the support for that we just did. We'll show you a different look at the ensembles. Uh, just showing you the basic pattern is there for possible development. Um, and we'll flip it over tropical storm. And you can see uh, depression-wise, the general path, you can see it coming. This is uh, into the, you know, first Sunday, Monday. This is the area that the Euro's pinpointing. Really gets some color going, though, um, through early part of next week. And if we go to tropical storm, you can see the percentages are, you know, definitely getting a little more purple, which is 20%. And then down the road. So, you know, 
Looking like we could see something that's below our buddy John over there. Any Jamaican friends? We got a lot of folks in Jamaica. So this could be that latter part of next week, middle part of next week. Uh, we could see something try to get going here um, tropical-wise. That's really the best shot so far, and it's been showing up pretty consistently. Um, there's a lot of wind shear this time of season down that way. Um, so it's a little kind of early in the season. Let's look at some simulated satellite. You'll see what I'm talking about. Here is next Saturday. There's our big juice blob. Oop, I get pumped too many buttons here. All right, so here's... That's kind of sexy. What is that little thing? Huh. Little mid-level low. That's interesting. So here, 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 let's rewind a little bit. This is uh, middle week. So this area I keep talking about, this, this setup here, um, a couple of latest runs had a little something come out of it that looks like it's backing up back towards um, the coast there. Look at that. That's kind of more of a mid-level, but that's that's uh, that's interesting, right? So we basically have just like I drew. We got we got two two sections of juice here happening. Uh, this is next Saturday. Interesting. So let's look at Saturday real quick. So that little piece of energy looks like it breaks off here. Let's go to Saturday. You see a little bump here. Look at that. There it is. That's mid-level. Let's take a look at that. Let's see what the heck's going on here. This is latest Euro. Alright, well, there you go. So there you there's uh I mean nothing really organized, but enough that we could definitely get some stuff lingering into the northeast. So so basically, that's kind of what we've been showing. It's just a you know chance of a low pressure here, and uh, some of the juice goes this way, and some of the juice kind of does that. All right, back to the Caribbean though. Um, here's that juice. This is next Saturday. There's our big wave, juicy wave coming. Gets to the islands uh, next Sunday into Monday. And then, you know, a little window might open up here that we start to see some development. This is next Wednesday, a week from Wednesday. Long way away, but it's enough that I've been talking about it that it's not going away on the models yet. And you can see it quite well on the uh, latest. That's a little too far out. Um... I haven't really figured out these yet. Always different. Nah, that's the wrong part of the basin. Oh, I know where I gotta go. I gotta go Central America and then hit Caribbean. There we go. So there we go. All right. So this is this is what the Euro's cooking. It's been pretty consistent. Um, blob of tropical wave action. Eight nine days from now. Nothing to stress about at all. But. You know, people like to know, hey, where's the next spot to watch? Well, that could be it. Could be it. Now, the other models kind of kind of hitting it. Let's go back to Tropical Tidbits. Some of the other models have been hitting it a little bit. Um, Canadian model's been kind of showing it. Let's go out eight, nine, ten days. There's there, there's there's our spot next uh, Monday on the Canadian. 
um, you know, why did I only go out nine days? Oh, that was yesterday. Okay. Um, this is Sunday. This is the second wave. So the, the Canadians pick it up on that second one. Like I said, there's back-to-back -back little waves coming here. Um, Canadian model picking up on that second one. Here's the GFS. So here's Wednesday. All right. So, so this is Wednesday next week. This is the first wave, and then the Canadians picking up on the second wave back here. And some of the ensembles on the now we got a front coming down, pushing away this high pressure system. So some of the uh, ensembles for the second wave are pulling a little bit more to the north on the euro. So there are two waves. That one's way far away though. Wave, wave far away. There's the one we're watching middle of next week. Um, but it has shown up a little bit here and there on the Canadian. Let me go back to yesterday's 12Z. Nope, never really did much with it. Now the my buddy, the icon, did do something with it. Let's go back to um, Sunday, Monday next week and start to see uh, low pressure coming into the picture. This only goes out 180 hours. So, so the icon's starting to sniff a little something, something too. So, yeah, there you go. That's the next spot to watch. Hey, I like that. <laughs> All right, so let's look at some comments. What's going on? Harbor Front Freight weight Water Pump. Hey, Harbor Freight isn't bad. That's right. I said camping. <laughs> so, Crystal, so far, the first one looks like it's going to keep chugging west. But, remember, if anything organizes, usually it'll get pulled to the north some. And there is a front coming down. So, it's a little deceiving right now um, that far out. But, typically, you know, if something were to try to organize, this, this is where it would be at. Uh, next Wednesday. I'm trying, you know, trying a little, trying a little bubble. High pressure, pretty locked in here. There's a front coming down middle week though, but if it doesn't start pulling up here, then it ends up crashing into Central America. Remember, weak systems go west, and they just keep on chugging. Uh, this thing would have to develop a little bit to get any chance of pulling north. But like I said, early season systems down there doesn't typically happen. Um, Usually, this part of June, let's see what we look like. Um, so here's June 21st to the 30th. Uh, well, we do, well, again, it's it would have to, it would get developed here. So any development out here seems unlikely. But if it's got any juice left, then typically speaking, you know, this time of June, we start to see systems either go across Central America or get pulled up a little bit. So likelihood of anything developing out here, I guess, I guess the point of that was very, very, only one storm, one storm in 170 years or so, 170, only one storm ever made it east of the Caribbean. So one out of 50, one out of 151, 151. Then we get into 1st of July, we start to see a little bit more chances here that the trade winds die down a little bit. Waters warm up a little bit and uh, we start to see more waves start to form here first part of July. July. But hey, 
Doesn't mean it won't happen. It just means more likelihood that we're going to be watching it in the Caribbean. So and that's all I got to say about that. Remember, the MJO is, you know, we're in enhanced stage of the MJO right now, meaning that, um, you know, anything that tries to develop in the next uh, two weeks definitely has a favorable environment. Uh, that's going for it. Uh, dust, we haven't really looked at the dust in a while. Let's take a look at the dust map. I haven't really looked at the dust map. Let's look at the dust. Dust in the wind. Caribbean, tropical Atlantic. Oh, there's a big old surge coming. Check this out. But it kind of fizzles out. Here's the 26th. Here's the 28th. The 28th would be next Tuesday. So here's the interesting thing. All right, so here we go. Here's a dust map for middle part of next week. So there you go. Middle part of, middle part of next week, um, not a lot of dust. And and the Euro is predicting that our wave is going to be here. So dust won't be a huge issue as far as dry air goes. Um, shear that far out, almost impossible to... Um, predict that far out but we'll look at it anyways just for fun because it's fun fun all right let's take a look at uh tropical atlantic caribbean caribbean all right let's look at the shear anomaly just for fun let's see if it goes out that far i don't even think it's run yet why isn't it run yet zero zero z where are you shear don't let me down why aren't you loading None of the shear maps are loading. Well, darn it. Not good. Why aren't you loading? Show one more time. All right, deep level shear. No, this is not loading. Huh. A little glitch in the system. All right, so let's go to tropical tidbits real quick. We can take a look at shear there. GFS shear forecast usually isn't too bad. So we can look. A little bit ahead of time here and take a look here next Wednesday showing quite a bit here's next Wednesday this is this is the area right here it's kind of hard to tell but this is next Wednesday and it's showing considerable amount of West shear that's typically what happens early season so it'll have to survive the hurricane graveyard if it wants to get going but hey everybody wants to know where where where's the next spot to watch there you go dust in the wind <laughs> i can't say it because of my I, I i'll get uh flagged on facebook but all right um anything else we can roll talk or chit chat about um Hope everybody had a great Father's Day. Cruise was great. We're going to tell you the laps top story tomorrow. Let's look at Facebook memories. I think I forgot that last time. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day. Big thanks to ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. Hope you got to visit them while you had a nice relaxing weekend. Worst thing about Florida I posted on Twitter is Interstate 4. The most miserable experience anybody can have. I remember Interstate 4, you could go from here to Orlando an hour and a half. Now it's like three hours sometimes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
Come on, memories. Let's close some windows out here. I've got too many windows open. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Interstate 4. It just stops. Like, it's just the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, you'd be going through Polk County, and it just, like, stops. And, and, and there's no reason for it. There's just so many cars. I knew we were in trouble when uh, things were locked down a couple years ago and traffic was kind of still bad and not that many people were out traveling. I'm like, man, once things get back, everybody's traveling, we're going to be in trouble. I-4 is ridiculous. Uh, Chris, I hope to be there, buddy. Yep. I'm hoping to go to Daytona. As long as there's no uh, tropics brewing, man, I'm worried about the end of August. All right, so here are our Facebook memories. Let's take a looky. All right, so there we go. We're showing a little bit of something, something. Everything we're doing on these memories is deja vu. <laughs> this is a year ago today uh general thought is a tropical wave this was a little higher though notice a little bit higher but still we're talking about a tropical wave a week from now a year ago holy cow we had storms a year ago all right let's take a look claudette claudette last year made landfall a couple days ago and rolled itself northeastward Claudette, now over Georgia, one year ago today. Claudette, look at that. We had tropical storm warnings for the uh, North Carolina east, uh, east Coast a year ago today. There's Claudette. Look at that. That was a year ago today. What else we got? Let's look at two years ago today. Um, hmm, let's see. Nothing really brewing two years ago today. Stop raining three years ago today, Chris Farley. <laughs> uh, strong storms three years ago today. Enhanced there for uh, East Coast. That was three years ago today. Big rains here in Texas four, four years ago. They would love for some rain today. Seven-day rains here four years ago for Texas had a lot of juice. Here we go, flooding for Texas. That was four years ago. Oh, look at that. We had a raffle for uh, on my sort of page. Cooler. There's heavy rain four years ago, five years ago. Oh, my God. Imagine that. A non-weather post, Shelly. I was advertising softball four years ago. Stick to weather. All right, so let's see. Five years ago, heavy rains. That was from Cindy. We had a storm called Cindy. I can't even remember now. Here it is right here. Cindy bobbled around the past few hours. It was five years ago. Cindy actually made its way north up into the upper gulf with a lot of rain. Lopsided system, Cindy was. That was a sheared system bringing all that rain in the upper gulf coast. Big rain. Look at that. Five years ago, Cindy. Even though we had a landfall here. Oh, can't. But anyway, we had a landfall here. A lot of, all the rain was here to the east side. Let's see. Six years ago, what did we talk about six years ago? Spaghetti model six years ago. Man, we had a lot of... So we had Cindy and Claudette six years ago. Look at that. Six years ago, we had Danielle. And that was the old school graphics six years ago. Oh, man, I just preview. Oh, I preview flip-flops. Oh, God, I'm going forward. I feel like I'm in back to future mode here. So six, six years ago, we had Danielle. So we had Claudette, Cindy, and Danielle all this time frame in the past. Six six years ago, we were talking about Danielle. 
And Danielle, well, it was a Mexico storm, but that was the old school National Hurricane Center graphics too, by the way. See that? Remember that six years ago? And then seven years ago, we had Bill. So, so we had Claudette, Cindy, Danielle, and Bill over to this time, June 20th. These are all Facebook memories. We were talking about Bill up in Kentucky. The Kentucky Headhunters. <clears throat> Central Florida getting rain. There's another spot. That was eight years ago. Eight years ago was National Flip Flop Day. Did they move it? That was twenty. That was eight years ago. So I bet Mountain Dew time, Patrick. I'm with you, man. I need some. Um. Hey, no, Chris. I can send you a link. Send me an email. Um, I already had the wrap design. I'll send you the company. It was, uh, but it was made for an orca cooler. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I'll send you the design if you want. It's a cool company. It was called Tough Skins, I think. Tough Skins, maybe. So on the ship, I posted the flip flop picture, you know, and I'm sure there was some some angry fan that told me to stick to weather that I used to never post crap like that. Like like they would write, you would never post none of this family stuff eight years ago. You were all weather. Well, eight years ago, I posted flip flops. Eight years ago, have I changed? <laughs> That was eight years ago. And the flip-flops I posted from the cruise almost looked exactly the same. Eight years ago. Nine years ago, we were talking about possible storm pulling up north. Uh, nine years ago, we are talking about Barry. Remember this graphic? I used to love this WSI graphic. They don't make it anymore. So we talked about a lot of storms on June 20th over the years. Uh, and I didn't post pictures a lot 10 years ago. 10 years, I was just talking a lot. <laughs> talking a lot. Um, 12 years ago, there are two yellows of interest down the Caribbean. That's all I posted. I didn't post a picture. So I was 12 years ago talking about yellow areas. Of it. So we this day typically has had a lot of tropical activity over the years. Um, that's an interesting tidbit. We had... A lot of storms. I counted seven storms in the last 12 years that we talked about on this date. And we have nothing to talk about. Go figure. All right. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Uh, I got a lot of heat out there. I know we talked a lot about the heat. Uh, excessive heat coming. We'll talk about that some more down the road, I guess. Storms don't look that likely today across the south. We're going to have west coast storms for Florida today. Um, jet streams way to the north. That's why we have storms way to the north today there's your uh, i got a little tornado impact mainly wind and hail big hatched area wind big uh, hatched area hail that's because our jet stream is way to the north here's your jet stream right now anytime you get these big poles of the jet stream to the north um you get a lot of uh action to the north that follows the jet stream normally in the springtime we get the storms here because jet streams farther south but now the jet streams to the north we get more storms up here all right cool all right so um yeah it's sheila i wish they would update that uh, 2015 map they just kind of do things in spurts they did update this map though by the way this is a new one this year this was a poster but this is every storm that made landfall 
2021. So they did update this one um, through 2021. This is every every storm that's ever hit hurricane-wise from 1950 to 1921, not 1950 to 2021. So that this map, they update things um, as they go. This one I wish they'd update too. This is um, frequency of hits from 1900 to 2010. This would be an interesting map to show, um, but it's only to 2010. Where does the rain lamb says Texas? I don't know, Texas. I don't know. Oh, thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's about it. Bobby, yeah, eight years ago, talking flip-flops. <laughs> In case you missed the flip-flop post from the cruise, they almost got blown off. Dennis Phillips, my buddy, told me, didn't tell me, he posted online that, um, there we go. So, eight years ago, I posted a flip-flop picture, eight years ago. On this day, eight years ago. So, eight years later, people tell me, quit posting non-weather. <laughs> But those are my favorite shoes. And yes, they almost blew off. But Dennis apparently lost his phone somewhere. Um, and, and I keep showing this little guy because people don't know that, that they have remote start generators now. The coolest thing on the planet. So I got my little guy loaded up. Because we're going to softball this weekend up in uh, Newberry, which is going to be hot. So I keep my little generator in the back of my tailgate because um, we got some fans for the girls. And uh, it's very important to have uh, the girls cooled off in this Florida heat. So, um, but man, back in the day, man, it was like, and uh, decibels in the 50s now. And it's, you know, crazy. Push button start. I got to buy a new fan, by the way. But anyway, all right. So, hey, listen, we'll be live tomorrow. We'll be live uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, picked up, um, I don't know if she wrote me back yet. The funny story on the ship was, you know, you always end up, um, you always end up finding that little bar on the, rest, uh, on the cruise that you like. Well, I had two of them, but <laughs> there's a girl, I think her name was Darcy. Darla or Darcy now? I can't even remember. Um... Anyway, found her on Instagram, good country music singer, but uh, I got almost 50,000 followers on Instagram, so I'm trying to do more on Instagram too. So if you're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, make sure you uh, subscribe to YouTube, whatever YouTube channel, you can always watch the show on YouTube too. So trying to do TikTok more and uh, I don't know, man, it just ain't working out yet. Um, we'll see how that goes. I, I tend to only post on TikTok when there's tropics to talk about. So, <laughs> just got an email from Sin Flowers for. Uh, um, <laughs> did I do something wrong? <laughs> All right. So listen, missed everybody. Thanks for being patient on our family vacay. But I, you know, uh, at least we didn't have anything to talk about weather-wise. But we'll be back tomorrow and uh, the next two weeks straight for sure. So we'll keep it keep an eye on the tropics. 
have a uh, great day. Um, and uh, I'll post a little bit about the weather coming up and uh, take a look at the tropics a little bit more uh, as the ice machine goes crazy. Has anybody done this? So I filled Emily's water jug up for her today as a tradition. So I keep hearing a clank and I keep turning. If you notice, I keep turning because I keep hearing a clank. That's the ice machine. Well, the worst is in the middle of the night when you make a drink before you go to bed. Water, tea, it didn't say alcohol, lemonade. Uh, and uh, about midnight, one o'clock, the ice machine starts making ice. And you hear this, you think somebody's breaking in the house. It's the ice machine. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We'll see you all tomorrow. And uh, be good. Bye.